Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. Tommy's not waving for audio listeners edition. Oh, wow. And then you just just (laughs) waved. I'm the only one that would have seen that. But welcome, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Uh, It is kind of midweek news before we get into the Mexican Grand Prix. And, of course, unless you've been living under a rock, you will have seen that Audi have confirmed its takeover of Sauber in 2026, which Tommy Bellingham, the WTF1 founder, I can't say we were very surprised by this news. It was just, uh, I mean, they turned up in serious fashion, didn't they, uh, earlier in the season? Yeah, at Spa, you'll have known we did a podcast about it. They rolled out that show card, didn't they, that looked very nice indeed, and announced that they were going to be a power unit supplier, and they were giving it all the... um, yeah, they gave they were, so, gave it yeah, to Mercedes big as well, hype. didn't they? They did. They big hype, um, and they, they were just, like proper poking at Mercedes. What did, I can't remember it, what they said about was like, rings of the new stars, things like that. And they said um, the only power unit was to be made in Germany. In was Germany, well, yeah. Right? They were really, really went in on it. So going bold straight away. Um, but they said they were going to be a power unit supplier, and obviously we discussed going. Oh, it's a bit weird that they're a power unit supplier when they've got this show car there. It's clearly going to be a works team, and then. Very conveniently, Alfa Romeo and Sauber announced that their partnership was ending. And that I was mean, at the same take, time, wasn't it? It was the like... same, pretty much the same day. So <laughs> it doesn't take a genius to work out what was going to happen. And yeah, of course, uh, Audi confirmed that they're going to take over Sauber and it's going to be a works team. So way back when, kind of like BMW back back in the day. It's kind of funny that they've gone from one German, big German auto manufacturer. They left, they went back to Sauber then got bought by an Italian company, a manufacturer, became Alfa Romeo, going to go back to Sauber because they're 2023 that when that ends. So they'll be Sauber for a few years, and then they'll be Audi. They can't seem to work out what they really want, can they? Uh, but no. I'm sure it's uh, something to do with money, probably. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and Audi, of course, see it as a great opportunity to join the grid. Now, I know a lot of people were probably expecting... Audi to join as an eleventh team, or you know, maybe you've got yeah. their 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 wires slightly mixed up with that, and and that's fair enough because I think a lot of people long to see maybe a few more cars on the grid. I did a tweet actually uh, yesterday asking people what their ideal amount of cars uh, on a Formula mm. uh, would be in, in Formula One. A lot of people said 22, 24, 26. Uh, and I totally agree. I would love to yeah. see 24 cars back uh, in Formula One. I think that is uh, that was the sweet spot uh, back when we had it. Uh, what would be your ideal number? Yeah, 24, 26, something like that. Yeah, 30, 35, 40. Well, more, more drivers. Said, as, right? as many, I saw someone uh, reply to my tweet saying, oh, as, as many as uh, would allow Danny Rick to be on the grid. <laughs> <laughs> as many that would allow Danny Rick not to uh well it, where would he finish if there was more more cars yeah that's, would that's you have more points problem. available um, maybe yeah that's that's actually quite sad um so yes uh big news there of course it's exciting to have a big uh company like audi join but for you tommy it's not at all it's you i think i remember <laughs> you saying in, in a podcast once you just do not care uh about no. these big players joining no other than the livery there'll be a new livery in 2026 i'll be excited for that but yeah, it's just the same. Like I, I would, I would welcome it if there was an eleventh team. But at the end of the day, they're buying, they're building their own engines, of course, in Germany, but Sauber's headquarters in uh, Switzerland. That's where it's all going to take place. So it's very much a case of 
Alfa Romeo going, they're going to become Sauber for a bit, and then they're going to be called Audi rather than a new team. Yeah. Which we don't see anymore, it has to be said. Um, and it's worth mentioning as well that Audi aren't going to be doing the race operation stuff. That's still Sauber. Yeah. Um, so they're just doing all the behind the scenes stuff that is Audi. So, yeah. Um, yeah, be interesting to see how they do. And a question from Team WTF1 member Logan M. How do you think Audi will perform? That's a very difficult question to answer. I, I suppose with any, I know that they're taking over an outfit, but they're not exactly taking over Mercedes or Red Bull. Hmm. Uh, it's going to be, um, you know, there's going to be teething problems, I'm sure. Uh, they're giving themselves a lot of time, of course. You know, they've announced it now and they can start working on uh, or working towards 2026, but it's a massive regulation shift. There's there's no guarantee that any team will be at the front. And I know we say it every time we get a regulation change, but this could be the shakeup we were all <laughs> hoping for. Of course, if you didn't know, they're going to completely renewable fuels and it's changing how the engines work entirely, isn't it? So uh, yeah. it's uh, it's going to be fascinating. And our next big change will be in 2026. And, and Tommy, how close will uh, to 40 years old will you be then very very close painfully <laughs> close um but yeah audi is a long time i guess their hope is because if you look at it now and you go alfa romeo they're not doing great uh they're dropping backwards if anything and they're buying what is essentially a lower midfield team i guess their hope is that by 2026 uh, the budget cap is supposedly meant to make uh, things closer if people stick to it of course but, and um yeah the if it still exists, if it by, still then. exists <laughs> by then yeah uh but the hope is that with teams not being able to spend the mega bucks um people will get uh, the grid will get a lot closer and these midfield teams will have a chance so maybe when audi buy it they put a banging audi power unit in that's really really good they might do quite well but They've definitely done the right thing of going in a new regulation change because if they were to buy them right now, I'd just say, well, they're going to be exactly the same as Sauber in the midfield. Um, so, yeah, the answer That's is probably we shall their see. thinking, isn't it? That's probably their thinking yeah. is right, yeah, they let's need go to switch up. And of course, with the technology as well and and the shift of of how the engines work, that was one of the main reasons why Formula One did that as well, obviously to keep up with general times and the technology we're trying to you know obviously make everything more electric powered and and stuff and like eco, that and, yeah. and sort of lure in yeah eco and, and lure in the the porsches and the audis and the, the big manufacturers that want to have that car tie-in to whatever they work on so um that's the reason and one of the reasons why why they did that uh hexam a team wtf1 member says will the fact they've indicated a preference for german drivers affect the commitment from sauber's current drivers no, I mean, this is, this is 2026 we're talking about here, which is still four years away. Um, and look, they have a preference for German drivers, but they're not going to get some random German driver off the street that's finished 14th in F2 or something <laughs> yeah, over someone because... that might be available for exactly the same price who's finished in the top three. Uh, of course, there, there'll be a preference. And just like I'm sure there's a preference in Ferrari to have Italian drivers, but look how that's worked out. So like, it just... It's it's just how it works. Yeah, I'm sure they have a preference, but they're not going to suffer or sacrifice performance for nationality. Exactly. Alpine have got two French drivers, but they're two good French drivers on yeah. the grid and are two very good options for your Formula One team. Whereas, I mean, it's insane to me that we're going to not have a German driver on the grid potentially in, in next year, which 
if you go back a few years ago, you had seven, I think we had on the grid, which is insane. Mad, I think we've gone it, from yeah. seven to zero. But yeah, the it depends what, what they're going to do. I heard a lot of people say about um, Schumacher that, you know, maybe what, what are the options for him? Like, what can Schumacher do? Um, will he go into some kind of like test role with Alfa Romeo? But at the end of the day, Bottas has a multi-year deal with them. Uh, and Joe Guan Yu is looking good as well. And you think they'd want to keep him because uh, he's he's driving well and also, you know, great great for the, the marketing side. So, but again, it's a long time. It's a very long time. Yeah, to guarantee Joe Guan Yu will also continue those run of performances or Bottas will be yeah. decent in 2026. That's a lot of time. Or even retire. Yeah, he might might call it a day then. Well, Bottas be... did say that, I think he said something around the fact that, you know, it would be an interesting thing to look at and, you know, he doesn't see why not and he feels quite good in, in Formula One at the moment. So he's not ruling it out by any stretch, but, you know, it's very much a quite a wishy-washy answer because no one's going to commit to, yes, Audi yeah. is where I want to go in 2026. And with the greatest of respect to Bottas and Joe, who are, who are decent drivers, um, what I would say is uh, Audi, not not to be savage, but Audi can't go in and go, yeah, rings of the new stars, and then and then have Bottas and Joe Guan Yu as a driver lineup. It's Joe not, Guan Yu it... may well be the goat in four years' time, Tommy. He's only just joined Formula One. Have some respect. Sorry, you mean Shaka and Xu? You mean <laughs> <laughs> for, for context? I really hope people better. get that reference. Yeah, the context of the uh, American announcer butchering his name. Um, but yes, you never know. In four years' time, he may well have developed into the next Max Verstappen. Um, but yeah, uh, fascinating to watch that unfold. But yeah, plenty of years still to go uh, before we find that out. Um, also worth mentioning, as this is the midweek news podcast, uh, Alpine protesting the protest um, where Alonso was given a penalty at Austin. Now, I'm sure you probably all know, but for, for context sake, uh, Alonso was given a 30-second or drive-through penalty, you know, esque penalty after the race for not having a car that was safe to be out on track, even though the car finished safely. And there, Alpine have then protested what has protested has protested the results, saying, "Well, you know, you gave us black and orange flags all the time for K mags, you know, flappy M plate or whatever." Yeah, and then the stewards then accepted Hass's protest and also said that the race director should have brought Alonso in, but didn't. And yeah, it's just an, an absolute it's mess, isn't, joke, it, really? isn't it? And then Alpine have then gone, yeah, but Hass have protested too late uh, yeah. in the in the window of when you can do a protest. And so they're protesting the protest, which is happening today, actually. So absolute uh, joke. by the time this goes out, maybe the news has already dropped. But if not, what an absolute disgrace. The FIA is in the mud. It's not improving. Something needs to change, but they never do. Uh, but it's bringing the whole sport into disrepute. And I do I do enjoy, right? Like, for example, I did the justice for Fernando Alonso. They should have brought him in, tweet, whatever. The amount of people, I say the amount of people, Team LH, where was this energy last year, Matt? For Lewis Hamilton and Abu Dhabi. Oh. Did they watch anything that we put out <laughs> or read any tweets? Oh, dear. It's absolute insanity. We yeah. popped off at the FIA so bad, especially at Saudi Arabia as well. Yeah. yeah it's just, oh, I just, I, I do love 
the uh, fake narratives that go on. on, on oh, yeah, people just... had to cover it off. because I was like, sorry, like, we we popped off. Yeah, if you're not constantly talking about certain people's favorite driver, you're, you've got an agenda or something, apparently. Mm. But yeah, the this surely is is a, is a weird one, because if they stick with their decision, in my opinion, it's a joke of a decision in the first place. So it looks yeah, ridiculous. Same. If they change their decision, I'd say that looks even worse because then they are, they are saying that have essentially gone through the sequence of they has protested and they said no during the race. Then they got a protest and they passed the car and said it was fine. Then has after the race said no, it's illegal, and the FA went, oh yeah, it probably is, and then Alpine go. Oh, it's not. And then the FA go, yeah, you're right. It's probably not. That's even worse because they're flip flopping. Like that would look more than prime ministers for us. Exactly. It's embarrassing. Like that would be so embarrassing for them to to go back on it and keep changing. I think that would literally be the nail in the coffin for all FIA stewarding decisions and how bad it's got. I, I can't. It's got so bad, and that would just be the epitome of it um fernando alonso put up a insta story which was quite funny where he said um thanks for your messages i received yesterday and today it's one of those rare times in sport that i feel we're all on the same page and share the same opinion towards rules and regulations therefore thursday is an important day for the sport we love so much as the decision will dictate if we are going in the right direction for the future thanks again for all your support i mean alonso with his orchestra getting everyone on his side yeah it's but he's right it is it's an important day but I, unfortunately the fia are screwed whatever whatever decision they make is unpopular now because yeah. like i said they overturn it and that's good because in my opinion alonso deserves that p7 but then they've overturned the overturn of the overturn which is an absolute joke and then if they keep with it it's the wrong decision so they can't win whatever they can't happens. win with that they can't win with the cost cap stuff as well because yeah. you know if they go back on what they've announced that red bull have supposedly done they then look again like they're flip-flopping and going well actually oh fair enough you've done this right actually it just shows that they're not able to follow their own rules or they're not fo- they're not they're not reading by the book by the line by the word what is actually in the regulations because if they have accepted, for example, Hass's protest, but the protest came too late, what's the point in having that in the rule book to say you can allow protests up until this time and then no more? But then they did it afterwards, and it's it's the it flip flopping's is... the problem. It pains me to say it, but in the like the Bernie era when it was a dictatorship, it was kind of like these are the rules, deal with it. Yeah, and maybe however much that didn't look like a good idea at the time <laughs> this is actually so much worse that it's like oh we'll all get a committee meeting with the teams and then we'll change our mind and then another team will protest and we'll change our mind again um maybe it's better that they just go these are the rules you've got a penalty end of you'd think so wouldn't you because in other sports it's a bit more cutthroat than what formula one is like oh you can protest oh you can protest back and then uh, uh, can can has protest the protest 
of the protest. How long does it go on for? Is this going to be going on to 2026 when Audi join? Like we're still going to be talking about whether (laughs) Fernando Alonso got got a penalty in Austin 2022. Either way, absolute disgrace. Um, I look forward to seeing what they managed to achieve at the Mexican Grand Prix this weekend because let's just add it to the list, shall we, of what the hell are the FIA doing? What do you think will happen, Tommy? I think they will stick with their decision. No, I don't know. I know. I think. <laughs> I think. I really don't know because uh, I think Alonso has put a lot of pressure on them with what he's said. I know you can't go on based on what Alonso said, but obviously, yeah, you know, him saying things like "this is a big day for the sport" and stuff—it really so does Alpine, mount pressure on them. The protest. They're protesting, obviously, the time in which has put in their appeal or protest, whatever. Is there anything else that they're actually protesting? The actual safety of the car, the fact the FIA originally had deemed it safe after it come into Park Ferme, or is it literally just the letter of the law about the procedure? The They've protested the um, the, the protest from Haas, basically. <laughs> uh, and said, like, you can't protest that <laughs> what because of the time yeah because you can't protest the and this is a w- the weird thing like the FIA are now getting Alpine and Haas at war with each other when realistically the FIA are the dum-dums here like they, mm. it shouldn't be the two teams that are having a go at each other because you totally understand why Haas protested we said it in the, the race podcast you totally get it but and you totally get why Alpine are annoyed by it but this is all the FIA's mess and now they're just getting um, two teams sort of having a go each of each other and stuff like that. So not good. So, yeah, that whole situation is clear as mud at the moment. But we will see if we get clarification today or whether Haas will do protest part four, version four. Um, we don't know. We, we, it, we'll just wait for the news that comes out today. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's a joke to be honest. The fact this whole thing, like Formula One, needs to be a lot clearer and a lot easier to understand. We don't want to be sitting on Twitter waiting for a verdict about what happened five days ago. Uh, yeah, in, in for a race. seventh place. Yeah, a very good seventh place, though, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, it, it was lovely. Whatever happens, it's still seventh place in my book. I'm going to ignore it regardless. All right, F1 Twitter. Show myself. <laughs> Alonso's top seven in my book. <laughs> He's top one in your book. Don't be <laughs> True. Uh, right, Tommy, uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts are let's hope that the <laughs> FAA are competent this weekend, but they won't be. Cool. Nice final thought. My final thought is uh, please, I just want to see one more Ferrari win at the end by the end of the year. It's not going to happen. There's Eight no in a chance. row for Red Bull now. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's mad, painful. isn't it? Uh, and I think it's going to be Red Bull here to the end, but we shall see. Uh, enjoy every, uh, enjoy the Mexican Grand Prix, everybody. We will be live on Twitch, WTF One Official. Come and uh, watch us over there for Quali and the race, and of course, our usual YouTube content will be going out um, around uh, Internet's Best Reactions and the podcast and the reactive video that we do after the race. So please come join us over there, and we'll see you very soon for another podcast. Bye. Bye. My arm is lifting to wave. I can't help Don't it. Wave. Sorry. Don't need I to. I have wave. to. Oh, we'll wave at each other. That's lovely. Goodbye. Oh, well, a special moment. <laughs> <laughs>